Hi, folks. This is Adrienne A. Wallace, and you've joined me in the Life Room. Thanks for joining. It's January of 2015. Really amazing. My anticipation is that this is going to be a year that goes by very, very quickly. I've got a lot of philosophical thoughts and thoughts on technology and thoughts on just where we're going, thoughts on our political system and really the world system, um, and some really specific thoughts on sustainability. And I was thinking, what's my first podcast going to be about, considering that I'm having all of these thoughts running through my mind that I'd like to share? But I do know that this year is not going to be so quick that I won't be able to share. I have real faith in that. And so because of that, I thought that my first podcast for this year should be more in line with a recent conversation that I had. And so I had a conversation with what I would consider to be an esteemed elder in my life. And I was talking to her about marketing and talking to her about um, a a pursuit that I have. And um, I use the term millennials, and then I use the term Generation Y. And then I said, but not like Generation Z. And she ultimately said, wait, 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 wait. I keep hearing this millennial thing. Please explain to me what that is and what that really means. And so I thought that I would bring it home to her from my own personal understanding, my professional understanding, and really my my, uh, core cultural understanding of what that generation is. So in my um, area of practice, that is marketing and advertising, I work with a lot of Generation Ys, um, and i.e. the millennial generation. And they are not only the folks that I work with in business, um, but they are oftentimes the folks that the products or services that I am working on or that I'm strategizing on or that I'm partnering on from a branding perspective and an advertising perspective, they're oftentimes that consumer. And so it's been very important to me to not only have that generation in my personal life, but also really understand that generation and how it is that they go about making their consumption choices and what brands it is that they develop an affinity or loyalty for. Well, let's talk about Generation Y from a definition standpoint. Quite simply, across all diasporas, across all cultures, Generation Y happens to be those people, male or female, that um, have been born, it's a generation born between the 1980s and the the early 1980s and um, early 1990s. So this is a term that's been given to them. Millennial is a term that's been given to Generation Y, and it can be used interchangeably. So that's who the millennials are. I also mentioned that I said that there was a Generation Z. Well, Generation Z obviously is that generation that came in the mid-1990s up until... I would say now. And from a consumption standpoint, they're really as young as three years old. And what all of these folks have in common, other than that they're living, breathing human beings, is that they have the proclivity to make a choice. And they have the ability to um, actually influence uh, the, the generations that came before them about the choices that are being made. Above and beyond that, These generations are unique and new creators for how we all consume. 
So they're really very, very important in the world of marketing, advertising, sustainability, um, new philosophies that are arriving uh, to the earth. And I'm really, really grateful for that. You know, this is a generation, particularly the millennial generation, the generation Y generation, is a generation that folks have a tendency, and I've oftentimes heard elders say, oh, they're ungrateful, oh, they feel like they're entitled. And the truth of the matter is, is that that is not a true character trait of that generation, of the millennials. The millennial generation is a digital generation. This is a generation that came into being during the advent of Apple computers, during the advent of mobile phones and electronic devices. And many of them don't even know what a Sony Walkman is. Um, or if they do know what one is, they've never actually owned one because the technology has been very, very different. Many of them, unless they're, for instance, a DJ, have not actually operated um, a turntable. So, you know, they get their music digitally and they use CDs at the most, but a tape cassette and things of that nature are really foreign to them and foreign to them in terms of their culture and how they associate in the world. They're also very, very accustomed to using debit cards and credit cards as opposed to carrying around paper money and money clips. So they're not effectively old school. And then Generation Z is a generation that is, you know, a generation that has innate skill. These are the people that are coming to the earth and we know what they look like before they're born. So ultimately, this is a generation with an innate skill who come here with a gift of discernment. They're driven by the digital age. They're used to things coming to them fairly instantaneously. Never mind the fact that they're satellites and the traveling of fiber optics and uh, information and energy transferring be between space. This is a group of, of um, consumers, and oftentimes, let's say, youth and kids that have no idea what a paper-based encyclopedia looks like. You know, Wikipedia is where they go for their information. And so the generation that we're dealing with is a generation that's going to take us, the Generation Y and Generation Z, the Millennials and Generation Z, they're going to take us into the next century. Um, they're creators. They're creating many, many new things. And we should be really excited to have this group of people leading the charge. Um, now, is it different in different countries? Absolutely. I am sure that if you look at Generation Y um, in some countries, you'll hear folks say that Generation Y are those children that um, are not really, not really um, accustomed to the old ways of being. And basically that what is infused in their culture, especially if they're born outside of North America, and especially if they're born out of the United States, is Western. And so if you go to another country, you'll hear folks say that their generation Y is a generation that's not necessarily loyal to their inborn culture, but they're more loyal to Western culture. So what we need to appreciate from a global perspective is that this is a generation of choice. And since this is a generation of choice, we really want to make sure that we give them what it is that they're looking to make the, make the choice on and that it's, it, it's something that they will develop and have a loyalty for. For me, um, one of the things that I think is really, really good and a way that I go about managing to um, 
giving millennials what they want from our brands and have for many, many years in my work is I first appreciate the myths that exist about millennials. I accept that these myths exist. And then I I just acknowledge that, yes, it's a myth. And, And so in other words, this is not true. So the idea that millennials don't have any disposable income and they're dependent dependent on mom and dad is not true. So many millennials are creators and they're creating their own wealth and they're creating their own wealth through um, sometimes non-traditional means and, and not through the means that their culture and values or the culture and values of the generations before them have said that they need to create them through. They're not necessarily going to college. They're not necessarily becoming doctors and lawyers. Um, and they're, they're, they're manifesting disposable income through the arts. Um, and they really, really have a certain amount of discretionary income and purchasing power. And actually about $1.3 million in purchasing power last year alone. So, um, They are influencers and they're influencing the decisions made by actually the generations before them, Generation X and their their grandparents, the baby boomers. Now, myth number two about millennials is that they're a selfish generation and they only care about themselves. That I don't believe either. Actually, I think the millennials are really, really interested in making a difference, and they're more likely than non-millennials to be the ones that you see at galas, cutting the checks, writing their checks. They're more likely to be the ones you see at volunteer efforts, especially if the volunteer efforts are physical in nature. And they really, really are the first to raise their hand to support um, a family and various causes um, that really they're passionate about and they think are going to make a difference. So how do we take this information? How do we take and accept these myths and make our brands better for millennials and really actually create loyalty and love for our brands with millennials? Remember this, that this is a very, very active generation. Um, Millennials are incredibly active, as are the generation that comes behind them, Generation Z. And they want to be active participants in the brands. What's driving that? That's driven by social media. It's driven by the fact that the brands that are mostly consumed on a day-to-day basis are socially propelled brands. It's foods, it's technology, it's clothing. And it is all these things that really effectively design and help them to have a status or a placement in society. So when when that's the case, when folks are being defined by what it is that they consume, they naturally want to be a part of it. They want brands that help them to figure out how to how to win, and they want the brands that they consume of to be winning brands. It's really all about a participation economy. It's about partnership. People in business should really, really get that because we understand that partnerships that are strategic, partnerships that make sense, partnerships where the, the, the good and the bad are balanced and people understand that there should be a mutual benefit, those are, those are the brands that really, really win. So understand that millennials believe in a participation economy and that's going to really, really help your brand along. Help them to co-create. Millennials and Generation Z want to co-create products, services, and experiences. They not only want to see and say what's happening in terms of what they're consuming, 
but they really want to optimize the brand. So if they're consuming of it, and if it's a reflection of their lifestyle and who they are, they're going to do whatever they can to optimize the brand and optimize the brand experience. So allow them to co-create. And I think that we'd be really, really amazed to see the interest and the ideas and the engagement that comes from that and the longevity of the brands, old or new, that comes from that as well. Where do we do that? We do that through experiential marketing. We do that through events. We do that through sponsorships. Wherever they are and it is social um, and they can interact and experience the brand, that's where brands need to be. Um, so it's a music festival or a concert. It's, you know, a private affair. It's a nonprofit gala or a... Um, a fundraising campaign that's happening, be it a bike race or a 5K where you're raising funds for a particular cause. When brands attach themselves to things that millennials are really, really passionate about and truly care about in terms of their life and lifestyles, that's when brands win. Leverage technology. Let's make sure that we are leveraging technology and understanding that brand authority is born of being integrated into technology. When I turn on certain devices, certain apps are already preloaded into those devices. When I was VP of brand management and design at VivMag for Zinio, I basically helped to integrate our app for a magazine owned by Zinio into the iPhone. It meant that when you turned on your iPhone, that app was already sitting on the effective mobile desktop. And so it was simply your option to activate it. So do you want to activate that app or not? But the fact is, is you're going to see it as you open your packaging. It's preloaded in the device that you use every day, and your curiosity is going to have you at least look it up, at least go to Google and say, even if you don't activate it, say, what is this thing that is sitting on my device? So integrate, understand that leveraging technology and creating technology partnerships is really, really cool and really, really useful. Great, great brands really also want to simplify that consumer journey in technology. So in order to simplify the consumer journey, Come in through the back door, work with technical and equipment manufacturers, and get your brand integrated into that space so that the experience is truly, truly symbiotic for your millennial and Generation Z consumer. The next thing to do, if you really, really want to capture the millennial and Generation Z consumer, is really just make sure that you're being authentic. We expect brands to be more honest, more genuine. And you know what? If you make a mistake, fess up. Say, we made a mistake. Um, apologize for that mistake. Get customer feedback on how you could possibly write that wrong. And when you get that feedback, really, really effectively look at it. Um, take it to the leaders of the business and make a really good decision about how to move forward as a brand and ask the customer to forgive you if is necessary and to continue to move along with you. Remember, 
Every brand is driven by human bodies, human beings. Every brand is manufactured and comes to life through human bodies and human beings who are responsible for their innovation, their strategy, their marketing, their advertising. So remind your consumer, no matter who they are, but very, very much if it's millennials or Generation Z, remind them that you're human and ask for forgiveness for your mistakes. Act with, act with authenticity. Transparency. Millennials really want brands to just be transparent, tell them what they're doing, tell them who they're engaging with, tell them what might be happening for the consumer next. If your prices are going to go up and you know they're going to go up and you've got a loyal consumer base um, or even a consumer base that's newly maturing, it's important to give that consumer a heads up through whatever means possible. So if it's at retail or it's through your distributors or it's through some type of subscription membership, make sure you reach out to your consumers and explain that pricing may change, why it's going to change, if it's going to change, and what added value are they seeing, or what is it that you need to sustain as a business in order to continue to produce this product that they so love or this brand that they, lo they so love so that they understand why they're experiencing that change. If it's a change in product quality, you know, really be honest and admit whether or not there is a change in product quality. Is it due to some type of innovation? What is it due to? Let them know. If the taste is different, why is the taste different? Didn't you, did you add a new ingredient or remove a new ingredient? Is there an ingredient that's been removed because you know what? It's not as healthy for you, consumer. Um, and let them know that because consumers appreciate that transparency. And they will stay with you for the journey if you can, you can really understand that, listen, this is a relationship. Um, so if, if you do that, consumers will understand that you understand the human purpose, which is to, to interrelate to each other. And millennial consumers and Generation Z really, really are touch and feel and interact type of consumers. They need that and they're really, really driven by that. So act consciously because that will catapult your brand into the space where millennials and Generation Z are consuming and developing their loyalty. Act consciously. It's really important to make a profit. Profit is a really, really good thing. But be really sensitive to the entire business ecosystem and understand that your consumers are a part of that, that the millennials and Generation Z are the biggest part of that. And they are because they're the ones who are going to carry your brand into the future. They're the ones who are going to influence people within their circles as as well as the generation not yet born about using your brand and why there should be an affinity or loyalty to your brand. They don't want to be treated like a target audience. Right, So you really, really have to expect a shared voice, leverage and make sure that you manage well all of the spaces where consumers can talk about your brand, be it Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, or all these places that um, allow consumers, YouTube, for example, um, the blogosphere, all these places that allow consumers to really talk about your brand, their experience with your brand. Be honest and understand that the consumer can either be your, your partner or your worst enemy. Um, in leveraging those technological platforms and so social media platforms. So um, have some planning, have some activation against those those um, platforms, and you're going to win with these millennial consumers. Millennials expect responsibility. They expect accountability. Um, and inside your company, acknowledge 
that generation. Acknowledge that generation, no matter whether or not they're working in the marketing and advertising or innovation or strategy space, no matter what space they work in within your organization, they may work in IT, which is incredibly important. They may, they may work um, in office services. Wherever that generation works, Understand that that generation still has a voice. They don't have to be in the marketing and advertising sector of your business. They have a voice and they can bring you a pulse. So if you have employees that are in various places within the business, but they are millennial employees, it is important to see where you can congeal them. A great place to do that is to congeal millennial employees in an employee resource group, um, to have socials with millennial employees and have them interact with the marketing innovation and strategy teams because those folks are going to help you. They want your brand, first of all, to win because they are a part of that company that produces that brand, but they're going to help you with insights. And it's the type of insight that you cannot pay for because they're employees and they want the success for the brand. And so that is the millennial generation, not a very, very difficult group to figure out at all, constantly changing, constantly evolving. But why? Because they're very much driven by technology and they're very emotive. They're reactive to what is happening in society. And they actually really want the best for society and not just society where they stand, but society on a global level. So understanding that embracing millennials that generation Y and the generation that comes after them, generation Z, that really, really has my socks knocked off right now. When I look at what they do on YouTube, when I see them on TV, when I see them, um, when I hear and listen to them in, in music, I am blown away by generation Z and what is to come from that particular generation. So as we sit here today and as you all listen, um, I hope that you have a clearer understanding of what we marketers are talking about, what we innovators are talking about, what we marketing strategists and advertising leaders are talking about when we talk about millennials. And I hope that you now know who Generation Z is because you probably have one in your household or are taking care of one or teaching one. And you're probably really, really um, enthused by them and amused by them, but they're the leaders of the new school. And I am really, really excited to be a part of an industry and be a part of a discipline that embraces the millennials and Generation Z. I hope it's been good for you. That's what I'm excited about in January of 2015. And I hope wherever you turn and what corners you may stand in, that you find a great deal of excitement there. And if you don't, go out there and create it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting and staying in the life room. Take care.